Hey guys, you're listening to Soul Food. My name is Daniel and I am the pastor of a church called Soul here at Alostar in Malaysia. In this podcast, we will dive into conversations that will help us with our views of certain habits and behaviors that take place in our culture. As you're listening, I'm sure you'll learn a thing or two, but I believe this podcast will help you to expand your perspective. This is Soul Food. Let's dive right in. Lynette, I have learned so many things from you. Um, how to really identify and really learn to listen. That is something I learned from the previous podcast. Uh, thank you again for being on this episode. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Once again, I'm very happy to be here. I mean, I haven't been talking to you for the longest time. Anymore. Yeah, right. It's like a good catch-up session as well. Yeah. <laughs> My dear CGL. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, um, this this episode, um, I want to talk about something that is like, I think it's going to be an upcoming trend, all right? It's, it's going to be an upcoming trend. I've seen a couple of people talk about it. So mm. when I heard about this word, some people will talk about meditation. You've got to mm. your mind in check, spiritually get better. When I hear this word, um, people will say that, hey, you know what? Reward yourself. Don't worry, you had a stressful day. Get that Coca-Cola, you know what I mean? Get that Big mm-hmm. Mac. Hey, you know what? You got a Big Mac, right? Ah, get that McFlurry as well. It's okay, you deserve it. Because this is how we practice mindfulness. So the word mindfulness has been kind of tied to this thing. And I know that um, it's kind of in a wrong way to explain about mindfulness. So I, I want to learn. Our listeners, we want to learn about mindfulness. Mm-hmm. So what is mindfulness? I think like what you mentioned about, you know, rewarding yourself with Coca-Cola, you know, those kind of things, they are all a form of self-care in a way. And and why people usually tie that to mindfulness? Because mindfulness usually is also seen as a form of self-care. You know, being care like taking care of yourself means you need to practice mindfulness. But a lot of times mindfulness, people think that usually in usual terms, um, you see it a lot in yoga like meditation. Um, meditation is a ritual, okay? You set aside time, 10 minutes of the day, I meditate over a verse, I meditate over something, I, I, I fix my eyes on something like my breathing, for example, then I meditate, yeah? But mindfulness is a day-to-day or even moment-to-moment decision. I'll talk about that later, but, mm-hmm. but it's really different, yeah? It's not like a ritual uh, you need to be mindful when you meditate. Yes, okay? But you don't need to meditate to be mindful. Wow. So, so mindfulness, right, essentially, if I were to put it in a metaphor, uh, is really to observe your thoughts, like really to just watch, simply watching your thoughts and emotions as they show up without judging them. Because mm. a lot of times, that's what we do. That's how our brain works. Our brain is built to look out for danger for us, yep. like through predictions, assumptions. You know, like back in the caveman days, if you eat something round and blue and you have a stomach ache, the next time you see something round and blue, your mind will tell you, hey, hey, no, no. No, no. <laughs> Remember yep. the last round you had a stomach ache. So that is the kind of how our brain is being wired. So now, fast forward to today, it's the same thing. It will tell you, 
what it will help you to predict future based on your past experience. Okay, mm. so instantly it will come out with a lot of evaluation. Hey, you know you go out with this guy, this height, wear specs. Last time this car, your ex looked exactly like that, and he dumped you. So the next time you see someone like that, your mind's gonna tell you, hey, you know maybe not a good, good one. Wow. You know that association. Yeah, mm. the mind creates for you. You see, you see an apple. Instantly, the image in your mind right now is red color, red and round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but who puts that association? You know, upbringing, how we were brought up, because we usually see red apples. You know that kind of thing. So, so that is the mind. That is what your mind does to you. Always looking out for you, helping you to make assumptions, evaluate. Because if your mind can evaluate for you, you can make better decision at. Either you run or you fight in that certain situation. You know, like like for example, a bunch of friends, and because you have an experience of being betrayed. Mm-hmm. Okay, and now you're with a bunch of friends, and then you started seeing somebody talking among themselves, looking at you. You know, talk very softly but laugh very loudly. Instantly, your mind tells you a similar thing happened before, and when that happened, that person betrayed you. Mm. And instantly, your mind will give you that image, give you that kind of story. And what do you do? You probably start thinking the same, and then you start distancing yourself, and then you know the whole story goes on and on. Yeah. So, so being mindful is actually acknowledging that this is what your mind does, but I don't have to be consumed into it. So, if I put it into a metaphor, it is like. Plugging in a HDMI into your brain <laughs> and connect it to a screen mm-hmm. and watch that screen. Watch what your mind metaphor. is projecting on that screen. Does that help you with 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 mindfulness? Yeah. It's really that that kind of relationship. Yeah. I I love that last metaphor you gave because <laughs> it really kind of helps summarize and help me and the listeners to understand. Because when you mention a day-to-day moment decision, you know how we evaluate things. Really, do we at the end of the day plug the HDMI cable into our brain and then put it on the TV to like, okay, this is what happened today? Because yeah. I think when you were mentioning some of the things, I think, hey, you know what? In my own personal experience, because I want to avoid pain, I want to avoid betrayal, I want to avoid the hard knocks in life. So. The experiences that I have becomes like a super shield that's protecting me yes. from everything, but Correct. it could also be a hindrance for me to experience newer things. You know, yeah. So, like for example, the 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 example you gave, you were betrayed by a friend before, and now you're a new group of friends. These girls, they are talking, and then they're whispering, they're laughing, and then you're having this perception, but. It could be that these girls are planning your birthday party. They could be planning like, hey, you know what? What should we do this for exactly. this girl? You know, she's clueless. Yeah, precisely. Like, yeah, here you are like, oh my gosh, I got to run away. I got to run away. Pain, yeah. danger, danger, danger. Oh, man. So it's, what's the cost of it? You, you are probably costing a valuable friendship. Mm. And then what happens after that? Then you go and then you think back. And thinking that oh you you are just good for nothing because everybody laughs at you, but these people were actually planning your birthday. Yeah, you know like how many new experiences have we compromised because of how my in effort of trying to protect us is actually probably doing more harm. Mm. And mindfulness 
is learning that that is what your mind does. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that you have to be succumbed to. But yeah. it got me thinking, you know, in our human life, day to day, we we address this word called being consistent. Mm. We want to be consistent in what we do. We want to be consistent in our work, in our personal life and all. And in our mindsets and the way we think, can I, can I think of it this way? Like, for example, you know what? Right or wrong, I'll just be consistent with this. I, I want mm. mindfulness. You know what? If I've been hurt before this way, right? Uh, all guys are jerks, so all guys are jerks. I'll just live the rest mm. of my life alone. It's okay. Mm. I'm successful. I don't have to be, uh, I don't have to get married. You know, I, I don't have to be in a relationship. Uh, let me just be fixated yep. in this manner. Is there, is there something dangerous about this? Is there something that is disastrous yeah. about this consistent way of thinking? It can be. I think I want to target it, like target two points that you've mentioned. Whatever that you have said just now is definitely a very easy way to go about things. Mm-hmm. I don't have to think so much. I'd be consistent. Seems like a go-to, a good go-to, right? Yep. And that is exactly what your mind wants you to do. Why? Because the easier you make, the faster you make a decision, the less energy you consume is then that's what your mind wants because your mind is always looking at conserving energy to prepare you for flight and flight. So if you can go with the easiest way that your mind offers you, your mind will be very happy. Is always looking at conserving energy so that if things happen, it can produce blood flow to your thinking mind. Okay, so it's always at conserving energy, but the easy way may not be the right way. Mm. Okay, and secondly, true, it is okay to be consistent. That's how we are being brought up. That's that consistency is the key to success, right? Yeah. But the question is not about whether is it right or wrong. The question is, this behavior, is it helpful or not? They see, there's this fine line between constantly wanting to improve yourself by criticizing yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, some school of thought thinks that if I don't criticize myself, yeah, not, if I'm not being critical of myself, how can I improve? Yeah, how can I grow? True? Yeah. So the question is, when you overdo it, is it helpful? Uh, so I'm not even here to debate whether is it right or wrong. My question is, how is this helpful for you? Has this gone to a stage where it's no longer helpful to an extent that it is probably limiting you already because you criticize yourself so much that you cannot even move on? So if this behavior is not helpful, then it's something that we want to look into. We want to put, you know, we want to create a bit of distance with it. But hearing you talk about mindfulness mm-hmm. and it relates to human behavior, oh boy, it's going to take some time to reconfigure the way we think. <laughs> it is, it is. I mean, imagine, okay, you you were telling me that, you know, um, in Alostar, it's paddy fields everywhere. Right? Yep. I mean, I, I don't think I have witnessed like a full-blown full paddy Come field, but us. I would imagine, <laughs> I would imagine like the whole padang is filled of paddy or lalang, I don't know, whatever you call that. Paddy, and there's paddy, no good. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay, paddy, right? Yeah. So if you, if you were to try to create a path from scratch, it will take a while before the path becomes like a like a widened path, yeah. right? You you need to keep walking the same path, you know, or cycling over the same route until it becomes. Mm. But once it has become a path, imagine you trying to create another path from it. Oh, if tough. you were to if you were to cycle, your your bicycle will keep wanting to go back to that path that has already established, right? Yeah, and that's exactly with our mind. So it, which is why it's so hard to change because years and years of hardwiring and it's not just from the day you were born 
it is how evolutionary the mind is being wired that way. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a it's a constant battle, yes, but constant battle knowing that it is hard to change, but that doesn't mean we should just let it be that way. That so, we can learn new tools. But it's still tough, you know that it that, is that that example you gave, right? It's true. That's us humans. You know we. I mean, it's not just a person who is failing in life or, you know, bad behavior kind of thing. I mean, let's talk about successful people. You have mm-hmm. created this path all this while. And this path has yeah. been always helping you to be successful, you know, to be mm-hmm. sustainable or, okay, I don't know if sustainable is the right word, but, you know, to, you know, keep you in check, that kind of thing. But now this path is not helping you out anymore, but you are so familiar mm. with this path. What can we do? I mean, yeah, I mean, mindfulness, but... What do you think should be a couple or some of the example of practices that we should start doing today to be mindful? I think it's to watch out what are you telling yourself when you say that, yeah, this path has brought me to success before and I'm so familiar with it. So what's wrong with being unfamiliar? What is the fear behind trying a new road, picking up a new habit? There must be a function behind these emotions. And, and when we talk about mindfulness, it's really... The, the practice, the skill of looking at your thoughts and emotions from a distance, instead of attaching meaning to them, you want to look at them as data. Mm. You know, what is this emotion trying to tell you? What is this thought trying to tell you? Like, what's the function behind it? Like, if you're angry, what is this anger trying to tell you? There must be something in your life that is unmet. That's why you're angry. Mm. Right? And what is that unmet need? that usually ties very closely to your values. You know, like take maybe an example would be if I love run across the road, mm-hmm. you know, shake off your hand and run across. Being a typical Asian I, parent, I don't know if you are typical, but usually <laughs> what we will see is what, kind of, what would you do? Don't run. Stop. Come back. Yeah. And usually what I see is, or maybe my own experience is <laughs> my, when my mom got home, he's like, wow. So naughty, I said, don't go already while you still run. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Ang- anger, right? You, 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 you want to punish the, the kid first. But what is the function of the anger? What is behind anger? Why are you being angry? It's because you care so much about this person. Yeah. Right? Mm. And if caring is your value, then at that moment, being aware that your anger gives you the data that you are actually caring for this person now you have, yeah, now you are in a better position to choose. If, if caring is my value, what can I do at this moment to be caring? Scolding right. is definitely not a way to show care. True. Maybe a heart is more consistent with my value. Mm. But we wouldn't be able to do this if we were not mindful of our emotions. That's right. So until you notice that you are feeling anger, you are feeling angry, and until you notice that behind angry is care, you wouldn't be able to decide on what to act on. So which is why we want to practice mindfulness so that we can be in a better position to act, to choose more, to choose what we want to act that is more consistent with our values. Asian parents would be like, do you know why I beat you or not? I beat you because I love you. (laughs) You Yeah, then to the kids, I'm so confused. So does, does that mean that I can beat you, mommy? Because yeah, I mean, yeah, you think you, I right? love you. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you for that example. Um, yeah, this is something that, I mean, from my personal 
side of my story, something that my wife and I, you know, Caroline, we are aware and we do this with our daughter, Ayla. We, mm. we are very careful with what we tell her. Uh, one of the things okay. that we practice in our home is that we want to reward good character. Yep. So when she says good morning, we were like, you just said good morning to me? Oh, that's beautiful. You know, mm. or when she throws her, her her brother's diaper away, like, I didn't ask you to do that. Why did you do it? That's so helpful. Like, we take the, the extra effort to do that. But I didn't realize that was being mindful. Like, tonight, I'm mm-hmm. learning something that that's being mindful. That's really taking a step back to ask, is this helpful? If I'm going to say this to Ayla, is this going to make mm-hmm. her understand this value better? And you know what? We've been seeing her improve a lot. And I think this goes with adults as well. And um, with the youth yeah. that I'm working with and all, it's tough. Okay, first of all, it's tough. Yeah. I don't know if it's a human nature thing where our first reaction is to scold if someone do something wrong, you know? Yeah. But then I begin to realize, okay, I want to scold. Let me just check first. Why did this young person make a mistake? Or why did this person make a mistake? Mm. Is it because they are inexperienced? Is it because mm-hmm. uh, they are um, lack of practice or a lack of understanding? Then that way when you talk to them, you kind of win them over better rather mm-hmm. than just because... I find myself, um, not every time, but I think it's just that moments when you're tired because we're humans, right? And then yeah. we fail to process it. And then yeah. you're so frustrated when things are not done according to what you want. And then you're like, mm-hmm. why did you give me this kind of job? Like, Come on, man. Like, you could have done this better. And then, yeah. poor person. Maybe because he or she, the parents, are sick, not feeling well. That's why mm. they, are, they, they come in late or, you know, they are unable to do the task at an optimum level. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you know, the thing, the crazy thing is that I've never seen this as being mindful. I just thought that, you know what, just be aware. Lah, you know, but hearing from you tonight, this is what mindfulness is all about. And It is. Just at that moment, before you you decide to just go him right away, you were mindful of your thoughts. Like you were mindful that okay, I'm feeling angry now, but why am I feeling angry? Maybe I shouldn't. It's because of that space that you created through mindfulness. It allows you to do more than just scolding this person right away. Yeah. So it's in creating that space. But it's not. Can. But it's not easy, you know, this mindfulness thing, especially it is, especially it is when not. you are angry. Especially yeah. when you are frustrated, like ah, okay, chill first. <sighs> which is why, which is why we always say mindfulness is a practice. Huh? Just like how the path is created through years and years of wiring, we want to wire in this mindfulness as well. So it's a new skill. Just like you picking your non-dominant hand, you want to learn writing with a non-dominant hand. It takes practice, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and so practice while you're not emotional. So that when you're emotional, it comes as a second nature. Uh, it's all muscles, yeah, uh, you know, memory muscles and all. One of the things that I realize is that in our community at Seoul, we we talk a lot about like mind your language. We talk mm. a lot about like think about others. We talk a lot about like, hey, the 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 understanding of what that person is going through. Mm-hmm. But to actually realize that these are all part of mindfulness. Just gives. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to do that if you're not mindful. Yeah, you you just wouldn't do that, and and you would be, 
you might think you are right because based on experience, um, I got scolded before because I did this and it helped me. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that I scold you now, it will help you. You know, yeah. we could be in a similar scenario, but doesn't mean that we will encounter the same things, you know? Yeah. But again, I'm drawn And by back- being able to think of that, that is mindfulness, right? And it gives you more, you, you're more empowered to, to now decide what, what you want to do. Do you want to do the same thing or you want to do it differently? Mm. And that is what mindfulness gives us. Like noticing it. We always say that if you don't notice something, you are, if you're not bringing something into your consciousness, you cannot change. Mm-hmm. You can only change what is in your consciousness. And yeah. that is true awareness. Yeah, and that is true mindfulness. I'm, I'm drawn to what you said earlier about mindfulness, that it is a day-to-day moment decision. Can you walk us through yeah. that? So being mindful, because every moment you, there's so many things go through in a day, okay? And our mind works in a way where it takes in everything that your mind sees or your mind doesn't see, but it is there in your subconscious. Okay. It's just because you don't remember seeing it, it doesn't mean that it has not occurred. If I ask you, do you remember your second birthday? No. Exactly what happened. But did it happen? Yeah. It must have happened, otherwise you wouldn't be here, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, so just because we don't remember doesn't mean that it didn't exist. Mm-hmm. And, and, and being mindful is that at every point of time, every point of the day, when your mind churns out something for you, pleasant, unpleasant, you be mindful of it and know that, hey, this is what my mind does to me. This is what my mind thinks is best for me. But I want to be mindful and look at it and see, do I want to act on it? Is it helpful? Mm. Yeah. So, it's, so like I say, it's not a meditation because meditation, you set up, you set a time, you know, it's, you, you set apart a time, like 10 minutes to do it. But mindfulness is really day to day. Hey, this person scold me. Do I want to scold back? Hey, this person step on my tail. Do I want to slap this person or not? Hey, yeah. this person say something really hurtful to me. Do I want to take this story in and, and ruminate over it? Mm. You know, to really ask ourselves, what am I seeing? What is my mind giving me? Do I want to succumb to it? Trying to create that space between me and my thoughts. So, what you're saying is that every day, we should give ourselves some time just to think through some things that happened the other day and then just evaluate like, hey, you know what? This happened today. How do I feel? How can I do it better? How hmm. can I answer better? Is no. that what you're trying to say? No, not so much on, not so much in hindsight, but really be in the present moment. You know, like every moment when something happened, like if you feel like you're threatened socially or physically for that matter, you want to be present and see what am I feeling right now? So it's between something happened, between stimulus and your response, there lies a space. And that space is mindfulness. That means this is a practice that we have to learn how to build that space. It is. It is. It is. And it is a moment-to-moment decision. It's not like, okay, I set aside time and I think what happened today. I mean, it's a good practice, but what's more important is how can we practice it every moment throughout the day when, when emotions are high, when stakes are high. I want to choose to be mindful so that every decision that I make is made with informed consent. Like I know this is what my mind is giving me, but I'm choosing it based on my values instead. For example. Mm, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So the way that we've been talking about mindfulness has been very 
individual focused, how one person could do it. How about yeah. a community? How about maybe let's just start with two or three people. Like how can we, can we practice mindfulness within two to three people in a community? Can we do that? Hmm. Never really thought about it, but but you're right. Mindfulness is something very individual. It happens right here inside individually. But I guess at a community level, it would be good to remind each other to be mindful. Speak the common language. Imagine, right, if you're in a community where everybody has a common understanding of what mindfulness is, all you need is just to say, hey, remember to be mindful. And everybody gets it. Yeah. So that's the power of a common language. So if mm-hmm. everybody knows something collectively, you kind of hold each other accountable to practice that. Right. Yeah. That would be like an so, ultimate goal, like, you know, in our society. Hey, yeah. come on, man. Practice mindfulness. You know, like Asians were like, hey, sharp, lah, sharp a bit, bro. You know what I mean? And if you could say like, hey, be mindful, like immediately it could click, you know, and we can act yeah. on it. And, um, and I think an, an, an act of mindfulness, interpersonal relationship, is to also hold each other gently. Gently, mm-hmm. you know, being mindful that this person has his own struggles, has his own experience that I do not know, has his own upbringing and pain and hurt, just like me. And if I'm mindful of that, maybe I wouldn't say that kind of things to this person. Maybe oh. I'll change the way I talk to this person. There's a you know? whole different kind of conflict resolution there. Yeah, it's really to be able to understand and be mindful that, hey, this person has needs as well, just like me. Hmm. I, I just realized one Sometimes thing. Sometimes people get that. If, if I'm being mindful, ha- handling a conflict, I would be less selfish. I would not think about what I want to get. That is my right. You know, even though I'm right, you know, I, I will not think about, that will not be my main conscious drive like no no right. i am right this is what i i deserve but really now i stick a step back like okay you know what i'm upset but hey dude what what you're going through okay i'm, I'm angry about this but let's talk it out you know this is how you yeah. make me feel this is how you feel and stuff like that and and you want to also i think the main thing is you want to be mindful of what do you really want because when 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 emotions are high automatically we want to win the argument again is fight or flight. Yeah. Okay. You want to win that tiger that attacks you. <laughs> it's survival. Mm-hmm. Okay. But 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 if you can step back and be mindful and ask yourself, what do I really want from this relationship, from this person? And if your goal is to have a sustainable relationship, that changes your approach. If you want your relationship to be sustainable, you wouldn't go and start criticizing this person. You will be kinder, right? You will give a lot more space. Yeah. So so. There's a lot of benefits coming out from being mindful. <laughs> Lynette Chai, there are so many gems that I have learned tonight. Um, gems that needs to be recorded and be on repeat for a lot of people's life. Record to understand what's going on and to repeat, to make it a habit. You know, like for example, things that I've learned tonight, mindfulness is not yoga. And eating chocolate <laughs> cakes and having Coca-Cola. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's It's not it. But mindfulness is really the practice. And I think if I could sum it to that one question, how is this helpful to you mm-hmm. or even to me, myself? And I think if we could ask ourselves this question, how is this helpful? We would all be 
really a mindful individual. Now, before we end this yep. podcast, I, I would love to get you on another episode to talk about this. Like this could go on and on. And I think it's this is going to help a lot of human beings. This feels like a lost art. Like, you know, why are we, we mean? Are, we, are, we are barely touching the tip of the iceberg. Right? <laughs> But it's okay. It's okay. At least now there is an awareness to it. I think yeah, I, yeah, I would, definitely. I would, I for myself, I want a better understanding. And to the listeners here at Soul Food, I want them to also begin to understand that hey, you know what, mindfulness is more than just feeling good. You know, just that mm-hmm. one part. But to understand why you feel good, why you feel sad. You know, to be really mindful. But before yeah. we end, before we end this episode, what would be some of the ways? That we could practice, like mm. literal steps today. If we mm. have, if we are encountering something negative, what would be some of the steps that we could take to mm. then, like, okay, you know what? I need to be mindful. I would usually try this activity with my clients or even myself. I do that a lot as well. Uh, you know how you, when you look up into the sky, you see clouds just floating by, and then you just watch them and imagine right now at this moment you're feeling angry or there's so much pain that you cannot pull yourself up from your bed but you but life needs to go on and you're just so stuck in that moment and you think that oh and you remember about this podcast and you want to practice mindfulness i want you to remember that cloud and try to cast all your thoughts onto those clouds acknowledge your thoughts gently acknowledge them and say that hey i'm feeling really really bad about myself this is a thought cast it onto the cloud and just watch it float away. Acknowledge another thought, cast it into the cloud, and watch it float away. And the key is acknowledging what you're feeling, acknowledging your thoughts, and not judge them. And just gently hold them there and say, okay, and I notice that there is a thought about me being a bad mom. A bad mom goes onto the cloud. I'm not attaching any memories around it, and I don't want to attach any, any other judgment around it. I'm a bad mom, goes onto the cloud and I just watch it float by. And 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 no, just just keep doing that. Just acknowledging your thoughts and creating that space between you and your thoughts. That that would help. You know, either it's floating clouds or imagine seeing cars going by or passers by in front of a cafe that works. It's really just casting your thoughts onto them and watch it go away. Yeah. That would be a very, very practical step to take that mindfulness. So it's a bit more visual and you can imagine yourself putting your thoughts onto these things and just watch them pass. Thank you for that step. I'm going to start practicing it. To our listeners here um, listening to this on mindfulness, this step that Lynette just gave is not a only for women kind of thing. It's not a lazing around, I've got no time to cast away my thoughts. No, 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 no. I think we've got to really take care of our mental health. We've got to really take care of our brain. We've got only one precious organ called the brain, right? And I think if we really pay attention to it, sit down, cast our thoughts just as how Lynette has asked us to, I think we would really live healthier because... Yeah, and and, and I just want to do a bit of a disclaimer. When I say cast away, I'm not asking us to deny those emotions. Mm. Okay. The key here is acknowledging them, knowing that these are the thoughts that you're feeling, acknowledging them, lean onto them, but putting them onto the cloud and just watch them float by. Noticing 
as just acknowledge as they come and go, basically. Wow. With in a very dispassionate manner, you know, just with a distance, dispassionate manner, but you acknowledge its existence. Yeah, but it's just too much to cover. Um, we will we will probably expand on it more. Yeah, we will definitely expand on it more. But I think that practice. Um, really will help a lot of individuals to begin the first step that yeah first step in the process of being mm-hmm. mindful you know um, hearing you talk about it um, there's that worry that some people might think that ah man I really got no time for this like you know but really I think to just sit down and thank you for for reiterating it to acknowledge that thing that you're about to just let go like okay you know mm-hmm. what I feel this I bet it was. It sucked. Things didn't turn out well. Acknowledge it. Let it go in the yeah. cloud, and then really embrace yourself. And hey, you know what? It's going to be a better day. Things are going to get better. Thank you, Lynette, mm-hmm. for your time. I really appreciate it. This is not. This is just the beginning, man. This is not the end, man. Like, but I, I'm, I'm just, enjoying myself. <laughs> I'm so grateful for for your time and what you are sharing. Um, so yeah, till the next podcast again. Uh, I'll see you real soon. Take care and oh, yeah. Take love care. you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast. Do share it with your friends. Now, if you have any questions, you can DM us on our Instagram at Soul Malaysia.